Today's episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Haven't heard about Anchor? Well, let me explain. It's free. That's right, F-R-E-E, free. Anchor has many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then take your podcast and distribute it for you. It can now be heard on multiple podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your dream now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, A.J. Johnson. And A.J., I just noticed that we are both wearing the same hat. This is awkward. This is really awkward. What's up, buddy? This is our final day before before it all this is the final day before we go live on Super Bowl Sunday for the pregame show. What's up? How's your Friday going? It's going, you know. I've had a long one today, you know. It's 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 beat me down. I've had to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and uh, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. But it's Friday, so I'm happy. You know, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. We got we got some good stuff on fun and games Friday. It is fun and games Friday, of course. We this is exact. This is this is what we do on Fridays, man. We just have a little bit of fun. We have a little bit of games, and tonight's main event is a game. It's a showdown. It's a Super Bowl showdown. Uh-huh. AJ and I, you and I, both have had our battles our heated battles in our daily fantasy sports drafts, DFS, which you can see at the top, it says FGF meets DFS. <laughs> Today, tonight, our main event, we will be drafting, going head-to-head, picking our DFS Super Bowl lineups. AJ, can you um, can you remind me who won our regular season battles between you and I and, and DFS? Could you... I understand why you forget that since I was so clutch over the entire DFS season. So I understand why you don't want to remember that. I, I get it. And I forgive you. Good, good, um, good. Can you just, can you just remind the listeners at home? What, what, uh, like who won, who, who won? Okay. So context clues isn't your strong point. Okay. Got it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, AJ was the sole winner of our <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. I was so you mad. Can. I was supposed to be yeah, good at that. I, I beat you so bad you like won only like two listen two out of like the seven weeks that we did. Oh, okay. First off, we did it for five weeks. Secondly, you were out of your playoffs in like week one. So I had other things to focus on. Playing me in DFS gave you hope. Playoffs? It allowed you really? it allowed you to have something to live for being able to play me in DFS each week. So you're welcome is basically what you were getting at here, wow. if I'm not mistaken. Wow. I would have rather you just say the truth, and that is that I beat you. And I beat you bad. I, mean, I beat the real, bad. real. It was not it's bad. Okay. 
it, it is honestly okay, man, because tonight it's the Super Bowl <laughs> DFS draft, and you have a chance, one last shot to go out on top. We'll see how that's done, though. But there are other things that we need to discuss before we even get to that point. And, AJ, I know, I know that today we're going to be talking in the chat. I got to bring this comment up. I got to bring this comment up. Joey comes in our chat all the time asking for my dad. We need to have my dad on the show. We have to have Damn, my dad man. live on the show, okay? Well, that's that's good. what I'm getting at here. And you, ha- and you have fans. And you have fans. This is fantastic. Oh, thanks. But About time. I in, always knew I'd get a fan. In the description, you see that we are talking about the Hall of Fame. We're talking some awards today. But, AJ, I can't start Fun and Games Friday off. I, there's no other way I can start Fun and Games Friday off. I have something on my mind, man. I have okay. That's right. Today, today I heard the news that the NBA is having their all-star game this season. <laughs> and a lot of players are mad. And I know I know we try to stick to one sport on per episode, but I've heard I heard LeBron James basically come out and say, This sucks. Like this absolutely sucks. No one wants to play in this thing. This sucks. The M- the NBA Players Association agreed on this deal with the NBA, like the owners. So what are your thoughts on this all-star game? Are you okay with it? What What's happening? I, I'm not okay with it because in my, in my opinion, if you're going to have the all-star game, do the whole thing. Like there's no dunk contest. There's no three point contest, but you're going to have the skills challenge. Like, let's be honest. The skills challenge is fun, but you can take the money you raise in the skills challenge and make it raised in the three point competition and the slam dunk competition, those are the ones we really want to see. But that's just, you know, that's a small potatoes on it for me. LeBron basically said this sucks because they were told that they weren't going to have an all-star game this season for multiple reasons. Uh, let's start at the bottom here. They just had to cut their last season in half, push it back multiple months. Now they're on a shortened season that started only a month and a half after the first season. Now it's a 72-game season coming up here. And then you're going to spring this all-star game on them about a month before it happens when none of them were planning to play in an all-star game. That five to seven day break was something they were really looking forward to. Oh, and the most pressing reason there's a pandemic and your league is suffering from cancellations. Last point right here. Kevin Durant was getting ready to play tonight against the Toronto Raptors five to seven minutes before game time. They said that he was going to be out because of contact tracing to COVID. So all of a sudden, just before game time, one of the biggest stars in your league isn't going to play. But then three to four minutes into the game, the test was inconclusive, and now he's playing. It doesn't even sound like you've got your games together on the pandemic. You're going to try to fit an all-star game in there? Yeah. Money and, or not, think about the safety. And the, the all-star game to me is about the fans. It's about the fans' experience in the game, like watch, going to the game, watching it on TV yeah. with the fans, like the, the full fans' experience. And th- there's no fans. I mean, maybe yeah, there will right. be fans in Atlanta. I don't know how Georgia is. I know Florida down here, we are – we're not very responsible with the COVID. I mean, maybe some people think it, some people don't think it. But Aaron, I, you, you know, you know better than that. You know better than that. It's not just Short. one game. Though. It's not just one game. It's so right. much more than that, though. 
It's so much. It, it's the activities that happen. It's all the press that goes into it. it, it, it uh, the travel, the mixture of players in the middle of a pandemic and then traveling back. Not to mention this was supposed to be a break for these guys to finally get some of that time back that they had to sacrifice merging these two seasons together. Like, like and LeBron said it perfectly. He'll be there physically, but he's not going to be there mentally. Yeah, I don't I, – I, I don't – I really – I really don't like I, – I don't like it, and I'm not even – like, I'm not even a big, like, this isn't my, even my sport. I don't even like – the NHL's not doing an all-star game. Like, that's not right. that's not a thing, so I'm very happy about you that. You just watch the NFL do a virtual Pro Bowl. What makes you think that you guys are going to put – it's okay. Exactly. It's I, 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 Everyone's I, I hurting for money, Vinny. Every league is hurting for money, and they're looking for ways to capitalize, and I understand it, and I get it. But let's go. There's got to be. There's got to be a, another way to get this going. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I had to. I had to bring that up to you, though. I had to ask you about it just because it's. It's been. I've been hearing about it all day on 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 the radio, and I'm like, you know what? I wonder what my boy AJ thinks about this. That's mm. that's what I was going with. But AJ, like it says in the like it says in the description, we're gonna get into this Hall of Fame. We're gonna get into this Hall of Fame. But AJ, I need you to do me a favor, buddy. I need you to do me a favor. Hands. I was prepared for Are you prepared? Are you getting the fingers oh, ready to count how many family members that these people need to tell? Let's see if I can get it right this time. Let's go. Ooh, let's start following the Rough Cut underscore sports on Twitter. You've already followed the Rough Cut Sports on Facebook, but hit that like and that follow and then share it with somebody. Then head over to Instagram, the Facebook affiliate, and you can find us at the Rough Cut Sportscast. Pictures, memes, happiness, you know how we do. Leave a like, hit a share. Get a subscribe, get the follow. Then you go to the audio, you hit the download, then you tell everybody. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all your sports memorabilia needs. And today is the day, the moment the fans, the beautiful fans at home have been waiting for. We are making the announcement on what signed memorabilia will be given Mm. away for free. Faux free you beautiful listeners at home all you gotta do boom there it is it's going to be a signed super bowl cleat from the two-time super bowl champion brandon jacobs all you have to do it says it right there at the bottom right of your screen those contest rules like and follow of course you want to like and follow the rough cut sportscast on facebook instagram and twitter but you need to go over to halftime sports collectibles they're on facebook they're on twitter they're on instagram go like and follow them share the post when you see it pop up on your timeline or whatever you whatever platform you're on share that post and this is the most important thing this is the most important part right here. You need to make sure that you comment on these posts and you tag not one, not two, but three of your friends to that post, okay? And if you do this and you repeat this method on all of our other social media platforms, your odds skyrocket, okay? Your odds go through the roof to win a signed Brandon Jacobs Cleat suit two time. I gotta pull it up here. Two <laughs> time, not one, but two, two Super okay. Bowls, two Super Bowls for Brandon Jacobs. If you go to our Facebook page, share, comment, and follow, you're automatically entered in this free contest. We will announce the winner on our show next week, next Wednesday. We will be talking about the Super Bowl winner. 
and we're going to be announcing this big contest winner. I wish we could enter in this contest, AJ. Yeah. Well, we're, Aaron, Aaron's asking if he's eligible. He I'm going to say he. I'm going to say he is eligible, but he has a much, much lower chance of winning than anybody else. I'm not going to say he's not eligible because then he's not going to tag three and six and eight friends. Yes, I'm telling him my idea right here on live camera. <laughs> I mean, if 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 Aaron, if you comment on the post and you tag 25 friends, and those 20, if, if those if all 25 of those friends become new likes of our page and halftime's pages, then you can be entered into this contest. That will be, that will be the rules for you. And yeah, that will be the rules for you entering in this contest and the smoothest voice in, in broadcasting Dylan Kearns. If he's watching this, you also have those same type of rules though. But again, this is a huge contest sign. Brandon Jacobs cleat, easy to enter, free to enter, go do it when we post it, obviously. And join in on the fun. AJ, you ready to get into this Hall of Fame? I've been waiting to get in the Hall of Fame since I was born. <laughs> oh, you're terrible. You're terrible. Yeah, Let's take a look. I'm, I, I apologize yeah. now for all of this clutter in this graphic. The boys were, uh, you know, sneak peek behind the curtain here. I had a little down bit of a challenge here down to the wire for these graphics here. But AJ, I'm going to ask you, this is going to make this plain and simple we know that guys like Peyton Manning are going to be first ballot Hall of Famers. There's no question beyond there's no question about that. What player from this list is is like a questionable maybe he's in, maybe he's not in this time around. Who jumps out to you from this list? I like the way you put that, you know, the way you say jump out cuz the player I'm going to talk about was known for his jumping ability. The one and only Megatron. Hey, I'm the one and only, okay? You get out of here. Well, yeah, you're the one and only Vinny Milani. You're not the one and only Megatron. I know there's one Megatron who flies the skies in alien ways and fights Autobots and whatnot. I don't even think he's a Megatron. The real Megatron, Detroit's own Calvin Johnson. This is a, This is a tricky one, if you ask me, man. Because you look at Calvin Johnson and his numbers and the way he transcended the game and the way he ran the ball like down the throats of the cornerbacks and safeties that tried to stop him, linebackers, whoever it was. And you would say first ballot all day. But then you think back to the way that the committee treats some of these players in the NFL who are going to the Hall of Fame that they didn't like the way they treated the NFL during their career. And Calvin Johnson's untimely retirement might be something that the committee wants to talk about for a very long time, just just because they felt slighted that they might. The, the NFL Hall of Fame committee is petty, if y'all have not recognized. <laughs> it's, it's like the it's like the NCAA college football playoff committee. They're both petty. And so I could see them questioning whether or not, you know, Calvin Johnson's going to go in on his first ballot since you already got Peyton Manning and you already got Charles Woodson going in on their first ballot this year. Yes. I'm calling it for Charles Woodson as well. Definitely in first ballot. No question. Oh yeah. So, I think, I think so. Calvin Johnson might be a question like what? I mean, all right. So tell me Vinny, listen to these numbers and tell me if that's a hall of fame career. 11,619 receiving yards, 83 touchdowns, seven 1000 yard seasons. Five 1,200-yard seasons. Second all-time yards per game, 86.1 yards per game. Second in a career. 
And he holds the records for uh, receiving yards in a season with 1,964 yards, 2012. Is that a Hall of Fame career? I think it is. I, I, I don't think it's a question if it's not a Hall of Fame career, but it's if it's a first ballot Hall of Fame career. And I mean, I have a hard time. I, 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 he's an obvious Hall of Famer. He's an obvious Hall right. of Famer. I would be perfectly fine if he's first ballot here. To be completely honest, but kind of goes back to what I was saying the other day about the Hall of Fame and who I think should be in and who I think shouldn't be in. I think that that I think we need to start putting a little bit more difficulty on this first ballot. I think like the first ballot type of guys. I think we need to make it a little bit more special for these guys that are getting in first ballot. Okay, Peyton Manning, first ballot. No questions asked. He's got the Super Bowl. He's got the stats. He's got everything. He's a game changer. He had the long career. Everything is checked off on Peyton Manning's list. Calvin Johnson does not have everything checked off on the list. He doesn't. Right. He's great. He's a superstar. He's fantastic. I heard it on the radio today. A great point. I can't remember who brought it up, but someone brought up the fact that got wide receivers are entering the NFL wanting to be Megatron. Yeah. Like back in the yeah. day, like like long ago, like Megatron entered the NFL, wanted to be guys like Jerry Rice. Players in the NFL today entered the NFL and wanted to be like Megatron. Absolutely. That right I mean, there is a special talent. He is. But I think just think about guys like think about guys like Allen Robinson, guys like uh I mean Des Bryant was a big receiver. Look at DK Metcalf now, the way his size is and the way he runs the ball. Like People have already talked about him as if he was a Megatron already. Think about Alshon Jeffrey. There's a lot of big body receivers who tried to play very much like Calvin Johnson. When you think of the types of uh, positions and players in them that have transcended a position, Megatron is absolutely up there. And and I think that should speak to the degree of ability and talent and, and lore that should go along with being enshrined in the Hall of Fame. So, and again, it's not a question on if he's going to the Hall of Fame. It's a question on if it's going to be the first ballot. And I'm worried about the pettiness of the committee. Yeah, no, I, I, I could, I could definitely see that. And I, I, I don't, like I said, I would love to have some more, some more special, like some specialness. Is that, is that, is that even a word? I don't even know if that's a word. I would specialness. like, I would like the difficulty for first ballot hall of famers to be to go up a little bit because of yeah. things like that. I think that should be for the game changers. And I wanted to bring something up here because I see it in the comments from our boy, Michael Sherman here. I don't have the stats, but I would be curious to see what Megatron's playoff numbers are. And boom, I have it right here. Uh, shout out to pro football reference here. I know this is a li- this isn't my normal graphics that I normally have all all done up all purdy and stuff. But I mean, you look at these you look at these Ooh. playoff stats here. I remember that I remember that 2011 one. That's one game. That's one game with 211 yards yeah. of playoffs. That I mean, yeah. those are good playoff stats right there. And you got to remember, you're talking about a guy who, for a lot of his career, even when Matt Stafford got there. It was him. It was Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson, you know, like and when they're sh- and when they're shooing in on Calvin Johnson, you're talking about there was probably triple coverage on this man on five, six of those plays, and he had eleven receptions for two hundred and eleven yards, two yeah. touchdowns. I mean, well yeah, trust me, if if Megatron instead of retiring could have found a way to get to another team, 
I mean, think about what he would think about what he would have done with like a Russell Wilson when he came in. Oh my gosh! It's funny because it's funny you say that because it's like Matthew Stafford is in the same was in the same situation. I would say maybe not on the same level. Mm-hmm. But Matthew Stafford was in the same situation as Calvin Johnson, where it's like they're great on the stat sheet, but they've never gotten over the hump. They've never had that big game yeah. moment. Matt Stafford is now going to have the opportunity to switch it up and possibly get that big game moment, but Calvin Johnson didn't have it. So to me, and we're going to round it out. We're going to end it on this. I don't think Calvin Johnson should be a first ballot Hall of Famer, just because I would like, it, based off of everyone else who's been first ballot Hall of Famers. Fine, Calvin Johnson, first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. But to me, I want the game. I want the true game changers who are winning championships as first ballot Hall of Famers. And Calvin Johnson is not that not it for me. Let me say this to your point so we can round this out and show that you know what you're talking about a little bit. So to your difficulty, this could could be the eighth consecutive year that a player in his first year of eligibility is selected. And if three of these players are selected, it'll be the third time in the past four years that three players in their first year of eligibility was signed in the Hall of Fame in the same class. So I, I like what you're putting down. Yeah, I, I mean, this is it, it's it's it stinks to say, but because Calvin Johnson was so great, but. And uh, yeah. Bailey's comment here, I really hope so. I really hope Tony Baselli gets in this year. Mm-hmm. Man, I I really, really hope so. But AJ is the awards here, okay? It's so yeah. real it's so hard to judge li- offensive linemen in the Hall of Fame. Like I was yeah. asked all week, like, does certain Hall of Fame does Tony Baselli belong in the Hall of Fame? It is so hard to judge an offensive lineman for the Hall of Fame. But either way, I really hope Tony Baselli gets in it. AJ, let's get into these awards. So uh, this these awards that are uh, coming up tomorrow. It's, we're getting awardsy here. We're getting awardsy mm-hmm. here. Awardsy. <laughs> you ready to uh, you ready to see what the first uh, nomination is? What the first? Uh, I'm not. I'm scared. I don't know if I'm good at this. I don't know if I'm good at this. It's gonna. We're gonna start oh. off with the rookie. So we're gonna start off hot. We're gonna start off young. We're gonna start off fresh. Offensive rookie of the year nominees right here. This is. I mean, obviously, anyone could win it. It's anyone's game. I loaded up the who I thought I personally thought should be on the list of offensive rookie of the year nominees. You got Justin Her- Justin Herbert from the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings, Jonathan okay. Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts, James Robinson from my Jacksonville Jaguars. And I threw on Tristan Wirfs on here because he's only like he only allowed one sack this season, man. Mm-hmm. He deserves to be on this list. AJ, who's your winner? You know what? To to your very last statement there, there should be an uh, a lineman award, man. Like they don't get enough love, man. They really don't. Like, and, and we talk about the beasts and how important they are. They, they they need an award. Let's 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 all yell at the NFL till they make AJ, that happen. AJ Johnson, offensive lineman of the year award. How about that? You like that I'm with it. I'll, I'll bulk up too. I'll even I'll I'll even give the award and do the fat man dance in the end zone with him. I'm all about it. <laughs> um, hey, Eric Fisher had a touchdown this year. Remember that. I do remember that. I'm not saying they're only good for pancake, and a lot of linemen are scoring these days. I like pancakes. Who, so, win, who wins this one, buddy? So, man, all right. So let me say the three, I like your top three. I think those are the true guys that you talk about. James Robinson had a great year, and he deserves to be on the list because he did it uh, undrafted. However, 
you look at what he did compared to Jonathan Taylor. Fantastic. Jonathan Taylor's numbers were nasty. Like, and, and, he, and he came on strong at the end of the year. Like you are, you're leaving this, this season thinking about Jonathan Taylor. You're like, man, that that's a running back that can really get it. The winner is going to be Justin Herbert. It should be. It should be. It it's going to be Justin Herbert. It, it should be the Dan Patrick look like. It should be. Wait, <laughs> it, I hope I hope Aaron's still in this uh, chat here. Aaron, do me a favor and look at <laughs> Justin Herbert and tell me and look at Justin Herbert maybe in, on, with a helmet on. Even with a helmet, I think he still looks like him. He looks like Dan Patrick. He looks like a younger. Dan Patrick, man, I'm telling you this. I hope Gus is watching. I hope this is the one video Gus watches for this. But, no, Justin Herbert definitely deserves to win. Oh, man, I can't believe you just said, though, that Jonathan Taylor stuff, man. You're going to make me lose my mind. Why? I get it. He had better stats at the end of the year, but I I just have a soft spot for for James Robinson, man. Okay, I thought you meant, like, the fact I was mentioning him. I was going to bring this comment up, too. I'm glad you said that because, to me, this is a two-horse race, and it's between Justin Jefferson and Justin Herbert. Jonathan Taylor got my uh, honorable mention because of what we went through with that Indianapolis Colts backfield this this fantasy season and then watching his stats actually come out on the field. But Justin Jefferson's numbers actually pop up at you, man. 88 receptions, 1,400 yards, and seven touchdowns. He had seven 100-yard games. And he when he when he exploded onto the scene, I was impatient with him. I, I almost gave I gave up on him after like two games, and I regret that. Uh, but he once he exploded onto the scene, he never looked back. You know, it was about Justin Jefferson. He he picked up almost right where Stefan Diggs left off. You know, and I wouldn't I would never say Adam Thielen was an afterthought, but if you were watching Minnesota Vikings games, you were wondering what you were going to see from Justin Jefferson. Would this be another game where he pops off for 150 plus? So he was exciting, but it's kind of it's the problem is you're talking about a receiver who is exciting on a team that could have been a lot better. And then you're talking about a QB who wasn't supposed to start, who won three more games in spite of his horrible coaching four four thousand three hundred plus yards, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, eight 300 yard games. And he looked apart. I, I believe staying in college was the best decision he made that extra year did so much for him because he came into the NFL and from get from game two, the day he got to start unexpectedly, he was ready. Like this team belonged to him from the get go. And I don't think that's going to be overlooked. Yeah. I, I, I think, like you said, it's a two horse race here and I would be okay with either one of these guys winning. I, I honestly, I want to see Justin Jefferson win this though. I really, I, I want to see, to, to make the prediction, I think it is going to go to Justin Herbert just because the quarterbacks always get the 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 favorite here. But if this, if this is if this is your award, are you giving it to Justin Jeff, uh, Justin Jefferson or are you giving it to Justin Herbert? I'm giving it to Justin Jefferson. I would I, mean, I was I, would I was in awe by what I, what I saw. I, I would do the same thing. So I we we think Justin Herbert's going to win it, but it should be Justin Jefferson. The Justins are everywhere, man. The Justins are everywhere what's crazy and i won't be i won't be long on this it's think about that like because i was about to say for me if it was my award for me to give it to justin herbert he'd have to do something astronomical and i mean i mean the man threw for 4300 yards in his first year like he was really good he was really special but 
they they give these quarterbacks the the awards so quickly. Imagine what they're asking another skill position to do if they want to get the award. That's so not fair. Like that's not fair. Yeah, like he'd have to put up nineteen hundred yards to get the like that's that's crazy. Yeah, crazy. no, no, I, I I completely agree. Let's move on over though to the defensive the defensive side of the ball. Defensive rookie of the year, not as big of a list over uh, that it was on the offensive side. <sighs> this one seems like a one horse race to me. This one seems like yeah. a one-horse race. You got Chase Young, Jeremy Chin, Antoine Winfield Jr., who we will see on Sunday, and Patrick Queen. Mm-hmm. I think this one's an easy one. It's got to be Chase Young, right? All good players on that list. All good players on that list. But not Chase Young. No. Jeremy Chin did enough to make it interesting late in the season, but I mean, Chase Young was probably the defensive rookie of the year before he was drafted. Yeah, and, and and he lived up to it though. I mean, he 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 put he put hats on heads, fumble, force fumble after force fumble, always in the backfield, putting pressure. When you're a rookie and you have offensive coordinators game game planning to put two linemen on you because you're that special already, that speaks volumes. Yeah, I I completely agree. And, and Chase Young, he's he's the guy. I mean, there's no I, this this right here, I was just about to bring this up. Chase Young made the Washington football team relevant again. I want to point out that off that defensive line yeah. for Washington was right the defensive the defensive line was good for Washington, but Chase Young single handedly took that defense that defense as a whole yeah. up a totally different level. I, we, we talked. I mean, you and I we did our DFS drafts towards the end of the season. We did a bunch of them. And the common team that we, the common thing that we drafted was the Washington football defense because the, they were making plays. And Chase Young yeah. was a huge part of that. Chase Young, the unanimous defensive, uh, defensive rookie of the year. And I could see him winning a defensive player of the year in his near future. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's definitely going to be one of those players. He's like, he's what people thought Jadavion Clowney was going to be if, you know, he didn't get injured every other game. So I, yeah, Chase Young for sure. I, that whole you were right with me on that, man. Talk about a finishing piece for that defensive line. You know, oh, yeah. that 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 was a great way to put it all together. Now I hope they get some offense on this squad and let Washington be relevant, you know. At least yeah. somebody be good in the NFC East. Jeez. And, and I'm glad we're we're talking about Washington because there's this is gonna be a theme here because I don't even I, I, I didn't even decide to make a graphic for this because comeback player of the year. It's easy. Alex easy. Smith. It's Alex Smith. It has to be. It has to be Alex Smith for the comeback player of the year. But what I want to go into, and it's it continues to talk about Washington, it's coach of the year. And I I personally threw Ron Rivera's name on this list. I saw some lists that had him on there, but I wanted to bring Ron Rivera up on this list because he's not going to win it. He's not the favorite to win it. I'm not going to say he's going to win it. But I think he deserves a lot of credit for what he did in Washington going from one of the biggest laughing stocks in, in the NFL to yeah, they're in the AFC. What do you say? The AFC least, but he really was a game changer for that Washington football team. But let's take a look here at the coach of the year candidates. You got Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns, Sean McDermott of the Buffalo bills, Matt Lafleur of the green Bay Packers, Brian Flores of the Miami dolphins, Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ron Rivera of the Washington football team. AJ, who do you think takes home coach of the year? Nah. So um, with with the risk of you saying the exact same team, I'm going to say, I would like for you to go first, sir. I defer to you. 
Okay, I I think this one is also a very very easy race. There's two there's two exec there's two staff member awards, executive awards where it's executive of the year and coach of the year. I think those are the two easiest ones. Talking coach of the year here, this is Kevin Stefanski. What he did for the Cleveland Browns, he was a game changer. Uh, we talk about game changers. You look at this list. Who had a bigger impact on their team this season than Kevin Stefanski? Not only taking the Browns to the playoffs, but having the Browns win a playoff game. Not only winning a playoff game, but beating your division rival in the Pittsburgh Steelers, the team that has haunted you for decades upon decades upon decades. In back-to-back weeks, too. Like and and your division rival who was at one point in time in the season eleven and oh like yeah oh yeah and it's it's yeah. funny it's funny Mike Tomlin is on that list only because of that 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 hot start I think it's funny though on this list as well is Brian Flores and I made yeah, a prediction. that's why I asked you I made a prediction at the beginning of but the thing is at the beginning of the season or in the middle of the season I brought up that the, if Brian Flores gets his Miami Dolphins into the playoffs Brian Flores should win the coach of the year, but it's the same reason why I said that for Brian Flores as why it's going to Kevin Stefanski because those two teams were a mess before, before those coaches got to him. Yeah. And those yep. coaches take them to the next level. So you're on board with the, uh, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa, I see whoa, that. Whoa. And I, that name on this list made me happy. I am on board with Stefanski. And cause part of what you just said was those two teams were a mess before those coaches got there. Stefanski got there for this season. Like this is his first season there, and he's he's turned it around. And it's not like it's not like it, there was a big difference or overhaul in the roster. It's the almost the exact same roster they had last season, and he came in and put it together and made something work for it. Like so, the OBJ thing is cool too. I wonder though. I mean, the question, the conversation I have around OBJ is where is he next season? You know, because he shouldn't. It doesn't sound like he's coming back to Cleveland. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be coming back to Cleveland because, I mean, I would be they trying to find a way to trade. I mean, it's it's hard to say that to trade a talent like Odell Beckham. But at that point, though, you have to do what's best for your team. Your team was drastically better without. Maybe you maybe you keep him for next season, going into next season, see what he's like, see what the team is like with him after this team is a newfound identity. But I'm trying to trade him before the draft. If I'm going to trade him, I want to trade him before the draft. I would be on board with that. But if you're if you're in your head thinking, okay, let's see what this offense can do with him now that we've we think we found our new identity. Like that's that's the way I'm seeing it. Test it out for the first eight games and then go up to that trade deadline and trade him there. But I agree you should probably trade him at the draft and get more. Last play. thing I'll say on it, I think they found their new identity after he was hurt and they weren't there anymore. Run That's why I don't think they need to do it. Yeah. But the thing is, like, though, is answer me this. Odell Beckham, he's a good player, right? He's a great player, yeah. great talent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you have that run, de- that run, that run game firing on all cylinders and you're, de- you're making defenses commit to the run game, imagine what you could do with Odell Beckham over the top once they start committing to that run game. Odell Beckham has to get on board with the teams he is with because he it does. seems like he Agreed. cries if he only does if he only gets like five or six targets and then they start force feeding him the ball and the offense does not work within the scheme. Agreed. And when you have an offense like the Browns that had a lot of firepower, 
to have to force feed one person the ball, that really, it really handcuffs you. So I, I don't know. I, I get it. He is a great talent, but if you're, and I mean this in the nicest way, but I can't think of a better word. If you're a cancer in the locker room or to the offensive scheme, I want some picks for you while you're still talented. Do the Bill Belichick thing. Get rid of him while he's still good. Get some good talent and let them someone else deal with him. A good word? Diva. That would be if yeah, you're, it's overused. If you're peanut, I mean, it's oh, all OBJ's middle name is Diva. But, but okay, so and it's just crazy. Again, we talked about this before. What a wild offseason this this could be. Superstars like Odell Beckham Jr. I guess I wouldn't put Odell Beckham on the superstar category anymore. He but, once was there. I think he's he's so, come down to star. So Kevin Stefanski, the obvious choice for coach of the year. Now let's get into the real nitty-gritty here, buddy. You ready? Defensive player of the year, TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, and I could have stopped there, but I'm going to keep going to these next two players because they deserve it. Xavier Howard and Miles Garrett. I'm not saying they deserve it like they deserve to win it, but I'm saying, oh, 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 oh. Okay, we'll, we'll come back to the I, – I see Dante's uh, – comment in the chat about the bills we'll bring that up uh we'll bring that up after the show with our final countdown which i want to remind everyone stick around for the final countdown of the show we where we talk to you beautiful lovely listeners about literally whatever you want if you have questions we'll bring them up whatever you want however you want it we'll bring it up tj watt aaron donald Xavier howard miles garrett defensive player of the year aj i went first last time you're on the clock and are we doing who's going to get it or who should get it? Let's say, but let's say, let's start off with who's going to get it. Let's start off with, ah, uh, do whatever you want. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Well, now that the, now it's just fun and free. It's fun um, and free, baby. Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think that Aaron Donald is going to get it. It seems like most people are on that, uh, are on that train of giving Aaron Donald the defensive player of the year. I disagree. I, I think I think TJ Watt wins it. I I think TJ Watt should. I think Aaron Donald will. I, I think they're going to give it to Aaron Donald again. It seems like they want to make sure that they are keeping Aaron Donald as the top guy, and TJ Watt is right there. And he's I th- this may be the closest race. Offensive Player of the Year may have multiple people who can win it, but this may be the closest race. You in the front, sir. Me? Me? Yeah, you, sir. Me. You, sir. Perfect. Perfect. I am going to correct you. The odd, the betting odds on favorite to win the Defensive Player of the Year award is T.J. Watt. Oh, well, I read somewhere else it was the other way around. But... Yeah, according okay. to this one is from sportsbetting.com. And then Odd Shark also has end-of-year rankings. T.J. Watt as their number one favorite at minus 200 for it. And then Aaron Donald and then Xavier Howard. TJ Watt is a great pick for it. Do not get me wrong. He's had a hell of a season. He's He's been getting better year in and year out. What was it this year? He had, um, what was it? Uh, one interception. He had two forced fumbles. 15 sacks. 15 sacks on the year. I did not know that. I thought he's, he was in the 12 area. That is amazing. He's, he's, he's fantastic. I mean, he is. And I, You know what's funny? I saw one of you know, like how some people will Photoshop different jerseys on different people. Someone was saying that the Steelers should trade for J.J. Watt, have J.J. Watt and T.J. Watt on the same team. That would be 
scary. That'd be fun. Put him on but the same no, side. I think, I think it should be TJ Watt as well. I mean, the stat, the sacks alone, he had more sacks. I think he is a, a phenomenal five. player. We've seen Aaron Donald. Not to say we've seen Aaron Donald win it, and that, that's a terrible excuse, but I think this is TJ Watt's time. He ends up winning it. There is something I want to bring up, though. I, I'm pretty sure this – I might have to double-check this, but Aaron Donald is playing defensive tackle. Yes. He, he is getting all – and I, I feel like this has been brought up before about him because he's such a – he's an unbelievable talent. He's playing defensive tackle and getting all these sacks. That is incredible. That yeah. is truly something special. We are witnessing a very special person. Real quick, though, before we get into Offensive Player of the Year, is Aaron Donald a Hall of Famer if he does not win a ring? First yes. ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. First ballot. It depends on how much longer he plays and how many more stats he accumulates. Like, Because that's going to be a part of it is the rest his play for the rest of it. If you take the ring out of it, you have to you have to – gauge his play next to the rest of the greats and see where he's come up. And honestly, I believe he'll be able to get it. He honestly, to this point still looks like he's getting bigger, faster and stronger. And that's scary for someone who's been in the league. What? Eight years at this point, I think. Something yeah. of that nature. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, so, he, he's, yeah. he's a stud. I, don't, I don't want that smoke. He's a stud man for sure. Let's get into this offensive player of the year before we, uh, before the big one, the big MVP offensive player of the year. Here we go. Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers, Stephon Diggs, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Josh Allen, and I wanted to throw he who shall not be named, Devontae Adams, in this category. Obviously, he's not going to win it. Obviously, this could be – well, maybe he could. Maybe he can get luckier. But I wanted to bring up what Devontae Adams did in just his short amount of time in the, the playing this season. He was incredible. Who do you have winning this offensive? Uh, is it my turn? Am I going first here? Yeah, you go first. Let me let me let me get that right. You go first. I with this one here, I am going with Derrick Henry. I I think this one is a very I don't want to say it's an easy one, but obviously Derrick Henry is not going to win the MVP, and that's a shame because Derrick like the when I think of MVP, and I guess the same could go for Aaron Rodgers here. When I think of MVP. I think of if you take this player away from that team, what will they do without him? And I think the Tennessee Titans offense would be terrible without Derrick Henry. Okay. I think they would be really bad. I don't think they would have half of the amount of times that, that, uh, that Ryan Tannehill throws it deep to, to AJ Brown. I don't think they have half of those times. I mean, you look at Derrick Henry's stats. I mean, the man eclipsed 2000 yards this season. That, that right there alone is incredible. He he was. Uh, I'm what what more can you say about Derrick Henry? Henry over two thousand yards, seventeen touchdowns. I just five point four yards a carry. He he's a beast. He Three is a two hundred yard games, bro. The Three guy two hundred yard games in the season. The guy is a monster. I think the, I think Derrick Henry should be the the clear. I don't this one here. I don't think Alvin can no. You, after running back, he's not even the best running back. Alvin Kamara isn't even in the best run. I guess he, he did say bold pick. I'll give him that. But Alvin Kamara it was not even the best running back, let alone the best offensive player of the year. Are you on board? First, before I ask this question, are you on board with Derrick Henry winning offensive player of the year? 
Uh, yeah, that's who I have at one. I was going to ask who you thought would be number two. <laughs> it has to be Aaron Rodgers, right? It has to be. I per- personally, yeah. Yeah. we're going my personal list here. Go pulling it back up here. I would. You, you might not like it. I would put Travis Kelsey. That was actually who I was thinking of. I w- and it's and I know his stats aren't looking like what people want before a tight end. They do. I mean, the most reception yards by a tight end ever, the second most reception yards in the league this season, what he means to that Kansas City offense, 11 touchdowns. He's been the consistency year in and year out since he's been in the league. And this year, what he did, and he did it quietly. Like, he knew Travis Kelsey was a beast, and he knew he had to focus on him, and he was still yeah. doing it, and it was, in, it was barely even noticed. You're just at the <laughs> point. You're just at the point where you're just expecting Travis Kelsey to be doing the great, the great things. Like, you're just expecting Travis Kelsey to put up wide receiver numbers. Like, that's what you're expecting. And, I mean, what Travis Kelsey is doing is remarkable. And when I think of this, too, what I want to think when – I, when I picture my own personal offensive player of the year – I think about what everyone else, what other quarterbacks, what other running backs, what other wide receivers, what other tight ends are doing. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL, and it isn't even close. There is no one close. Darren Waller is great. Darren Waller is great. George Kittle is great. Who are you going to say? That's who I saw. George Kittle is who I'm talking about. When he's when he is Wait, not I'm injured just- and he's on the field, like I'm- I'm just saying this the close season, part, the close this, part this season, the this season, and honestly, yeah. Okay. When, when George Kittle was healthy, it was close, but this season though, and you look at offensive player of the year, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL and yeah. it isn't even close. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. It's close though. It's really close. Really, really yeah. close. Derek Henry's the best running back in the NFL. That's kind of close. I mean, mm-hmm. It's so cool, but Ty, just Travis Kelsey is unbelievable. He's so far ahead of everybody. Yeah. Who who would who would uh, be second for you, Travis Kelsey? No, that was mine. That was mine too. And and I guess mine is because like I don't like the idea of giving MVP if it's an offensive player, also giving them offensive player of the year. Like I agree. Like come on, like like because in that case you can kind of say it's the same thing every year, really. You know, like nine times out of ten. Um. So yeah, my second was was Travis Kelsey. Like. And I wanted to go back and forth and flip flop on that, but uh, Derek Henry just, you know, and Michael Sherman brings this one up. I was going to wait till we got to the end, but if he didn't, oh, somehow, somehow I messed it up. <laughs> if he didn't uh, eclipse two thousand yards in Week Seventeen, do we still say he's Offensive Player of the Year? And, and I and I think I think I do, because like I mean, he was, I think he was at like eighteen sixty, eighteen seventy. Like he had to have a 200 yard game or something like that. I think it was 229 yards was what he was down in week 17. Yeah. So to one to accomplish that feat is impressive in its own. And number two, this is the second year he's done something like this. It's 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 a level of consistency. So it's kind of one of those things that even though it's a one season award, you think back to the longevity of someone keeping up that level of play. And even though you don't vote on it, that enters your mind. So. I think I would still give him that this year, especially if I'm get if if I'm giving Rogers MVP. Yeah, that then we'll we'll get into this last thing though with Derrick Henry as I look into his stats a little bit more. He had only one game with less than sixty yards. That other than the playoff game, which we don't have to get into, but I mean, 
116, 84, 119, 57. 212 yards, 75. I mean, Derrick Henry's stats, the man is a beast. Let's go into this MVP, though. Maybe Derrick Henry gets MVP. I don't know. Yeah. They, I, <laughs> I, I think Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes are the people that I listed on this. AJ, do you not know? Do you notice the two people not on this list that we in the middle of the season said <laughs> were going to be the MVP race? Yeah. So next season, let's not uh, give uh, midseason MVPs because we ruin their seasons. Yep. Like yep. the caliber of play of Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray since we talked about them becoming MVP dropped off so dramatically and it was just so sad to see. So I apologize to those guys for ruining the rest of their season. Um, <laughs> well, cursed. Also, yeah, side, right? also side note. I put that up already. You just, Oh, did you? Okay. Did you? Oh, I'm very, ha- I'm very happy that, that this is that I'm, I'm actually convincing people. This is great. This was a good Travis Kelsey take. I mean, he, he was right up there with the best of them. So who is, so is to you're on you're on the clock mvp am i it's you know when was the last time was last year's mvp race close mm. would you say who won it lamar yeah yeah it no it wasn't close because it was rushing ability <laughs> it wasn't close i can't i don't i don't remember the last time we had a close one like the last close mvp race that i can remember that i can remember is Todd Gurley versus Tom Brady, and then so, Tom Brady got it in the end of the season. So, so, so Aaron Rodgers is the obvious choice, right? This is That's not close. my obvious choice. So, so let's see. Let's uh, maybe this isn't a fancy th- thing to do, a fancy talking point, but let's go back into it. Who is the second place? Because that's close. Second place has to be close, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the odds-on favorite for that would be Patrick Mahomes a lot of people would want to put Josh Allen right there. Um, I don't, I, there's something about the running backs. This is a, it's like the Heisman. They want to make it a quarterback award and Derrick Henry's sitting there just looking and wanting to be noticed. And that's not what would happen in this scenario. So no, it'd be between the three quarterbacks. Let, let me do something. Let me do something for you. Let me, let me do something for you. If you can tell me one, two, three, four, five, six, if you can tell me the top, Six players that were favorites for the MVP at the beginning of the season. Who would it be? Actually, I lied. Tell me the six quarterbacks that were favorited for the MVP at the beginning of the season. Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Really? Okay. I just threw that in there because he's there. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Russell Wilson. Yep. Kyler Murray. Nope. Really? Because they were talking about him in week one. Yep. Nope. You got two right now. Two of the six. Fans at home, let them know. Help them out. Josh Allen. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Tom Brady. Duh. Yep. <laughs> yep. Drew Brees? No. Drew Brees is in the top. Drew Brees is just outside the top six. Okay. Deshaun Watson. Nope. He is just That's out. He, just is, he is eight. All right. He is eight. All right. Well, so yeah, Lamar Jackson's a good one. Duh. And <laughs> that's about, that's all I got for you. So Mahomes, Mahomes Wilson, Mahomes, Jackson, Lamar, Dak, Tom Brady, 
and Carson Wentz. No, oof. Stop. Oof. Oh, stop. Big time oof. Oh, my gosh. I think uh, obviously this one is, is Aaron Rodgers is to win. My second place would be Derrick Henry. Like I said, you take Derrick Henry away from the Tennessee Titans, boom. Same for Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Derrick Henry are very close to me. You take those guys off of that team. Who knows? It could be yeah. it could be chaos. It could be Owen. I wouldn't go Owen sixteen. There's still talent on those teams. It could be it could be a very very different. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Michael Sherman is a is an Eagles guy. <laughs> well, that's why he's laughing. He knew that wasn't true, or you know, like that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, that that one's. Uh, you gotta go from not having 500 yard receiver to being an MVP the next year. Come yeah, on. that one's. Uh, that one's. That one, so I did. I did forget he is a big Eagles guy. He is for everyone out there. We are big. We're big fans here. We love supporting other shows here. Check out the Broad Street South Sports Talk. You can check him out on Facebook Live. He does a great job doing his shows. I, I needed to ask him. What, I think one of his guys is at the Super Bowl. I've been seeing pictures of, of their of their page posting a lot of uh, at the super at in Tampa in the Super Bowl area. Should say, uh, which is pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. Both sides of the field. Yeah, let's be real here. No, they weren't. Both sides of the field. They had a great offense. That defense was exploitable everywhere. This ain't the defense of 2014 compared with the 2021 offense. Come on. Man. You got Tredavious White. Well, I mean, you got Tredavious White. You got Poyer on there. You got who's the other safety that they have? Micah Hyde there. Micah Hyde. They, those are the, they, they have three of the best defensive backs in the league. Yay. But that's it. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, that that is, that is all that, that one is that was that is it. AJ, are you ready for this DFS draft? I am ready for the Super Bowl DFS draft. Let's all knock right this out. I'm here, folks. So if you are yeah. new to this, if you have not been on over to our Instagram to see our DFS live drafts that we've done during the regular season, you are in for a fantastic time here on the Rough Cut Sports Cast. AJ and I, we go head to head. Obviously, in a DFS, you can just pick your lineups and, and you don't have to worry about other players getting picked. You you could end up having the same guys. We don't do that here at the Rough Cut. AJ and I are going to be drafting our teams here. And AJ and I are normally, we we, we normally take each other's picks. So pick. yeah. it could get very, very interesting. I'm going to let it, we're going we're gonna to talk and we're going to stall while this, while this comes in. Those people in the chat, you people in the chat, you beautiful, lovely listeners, tell us who should pick first. Let's try to explain this to the best of our ability on what DraftKings has done here with this. Oh, I got you. I've, I've played this a few times. Okay, tell. Can so you explain? If you if you play DraftKings, you may have seen this one. They would do this on primetime games where basically you get six players, yeah, and one of them is a captain. So that crown player is a captain. They're going to be like one and a half the price but you get one and a half the point value back. So you have that player, and then you can put your next five flex players, any any um, any position. I think they have kickers in here. I'm not even going to joke with you. I really do. <laughs> um, and you go from there. And at the end, we'll see who wins, and we'll post it after the Super Bowl. And yep. uh, how's this work? What's the, what's the winner get, bro? So I don't know what the winner gets. Uh, we will have to figure that out. Maybe, maybe you lovely chat listeners can tell us what the punishment should be for the loser, maybe, or what the winner should get. Either way, you guys, challenge. you guys, exactly. You guys can decide Oh, what, what YouTube content that would be. Okay. The loser of this has to, 
Okay, we'll have the we'll have the fans decide. I have the first <laughs> pick in the draft though, and like I'm trying to budget here. I'm looking at all this and I'm trying to budget. It's really difficult, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think there's an obvious choice for number one. Also, beautiful fans at home, this is a snake draft, so it'll be me, AJ, AJ, me. In that order, you guys have all probably played fantasy football before. I am with, I am on the clock, and I am taking Travis Kelsey as my captain of my team. I don't think the tight end position is close in this game. I don't think it's close at all. And I so think that bad. is quite possibly the best possible pick that I could have made here. Travis Kelsey, first overall. Welcome aboard, Captain. Captain Kelsey, welcome aboard. I'm really upset with you. Good. I'm glad you are. All right, so I'm going to take a flex here. Well, you're going to pull up your board here so everyone can see what your decisions are looking like. Why don't you yeah, zoom in on that? Why don't you zoom in on that bad boy and let all the fans know what's happening? Oh, you already put it in? Yeah, I did. I did. You are you're okay. on the clock here. All right. So, if I take this as a flex and I put Pat Mahomes, yeah, there you go. So, I did not take my Captain first. Uh-huh. I took Pat Mahomes first. Vinny, you are. Oh, and I get to go again. Oh, you perfect. are on the clock oh, again. I oh, I only took Pat Mahomes there because I was like, dang, if I do what I want from my captain, he's going to get Pat Mahomes. Um, so for my captain, though, I am going to take Tyreek Hill. That's a good pick. Those yeah, are that's now the I'm broke. That's, the st- that's what I'm really interested to see here is how we're going to budget because it's going to be tough, man. It's like it's this is going to be tough. Mm. Man, (laughs) 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 if only only Lewis was in this game, I'd have him on my team. Oh, man. All right. We're going to pull up my board here. AJ's team right now. He went with Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. And uh, Mike Evans, all that yapping you've been doing. You cannot lose the draft in the first round, but in the second round, you can. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Talking to you, Vinny. Talking to you. (laughs) Well, I know, man. I'm trying to decide on what I'm going to do. Oh, man. If I draft Mike Evans, you would have to draft Scotty Miller, by the way. No, I wouldn't. Why would I have to do that? I drafted Tyreek Hill. Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. You on the clock? I am on the clock, and I cannot take Tyreek Hill or Patrick Mahomes. Is Tom Brady the easy choice here? To have a quarterback, I mean, if quarterbacks get po- quarterbacks are the. Well, I'll say this: I'm if gonna, I want to survive, I can't take him. So <laughs> I'm going to do that. Then, what is your budget looking like? Uh, I don't need to know that. Then you don't need to know that. I'm going to take Mr. Thomas Brady, and I am mm. going to go with my stack and go with Mike Evans. Mm. I think Mike Evans could be the end zone target, and yeah, someone please be that heavy. So honestly, all I cared about was that you had Mike Evans and I had Tyreek Hill. Cause that, we that, in I feel like that's the right way. So I've I've now selected Tom Brady and Mike Evans as my second and third round picks with my captain Kelsey. AJ, you are now on the clock and look at you. You already switched to the graphic. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Ooh, you're looking at right. AJ's squad here. This is the hard part. Which one do I go with? You know what? Comeback player to the Super Bowl. I am taking Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I don't like that pick. I've been avoiding. I, was- I know you don't. I no no no. I was avoiding that because I heard a very 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 good point 
uh, today on the radio about Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And that's the fact that the Chiefs are missing their starting left tackle in this mm-hmm. game. Yep. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a terrible blocking running back. Okay. I'm so, not picking him in a block. I'm just saying <laughs> he may not be featured. He may not be featured in the game as much as someone else. No, that's not the case because they are like, this is what I've been talking about all week. They want to use Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's too good of a talent. It's not like he's going to be sitting in the backseat. They're going to find ways to scheme him out and get him open for quick passes on that left side where they're coming from the rush. So I like, I'm taking Clyde. I have the faith in it. If I had the money, I'd take Leonard Fournette from you too, but I don't think I do. I'm not taking it. I just need to see. What my money would look like. What my money is going to look like. After that. So, um, ooh, ooh, Lord. You know what? No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'll take, I'll, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll take a letter for net too. Oh, you're the worst. Mm-hmm. You are the worst. I try to be. Try to be. Oh, man. I had, here with it. I had Leonard Fournette loaded up in my, uh, in my, uh, ticker here in my, yeah. I know you yeah. did. I know you did. <sighs> that back-to-back pick, it'll come yeah. back and bite you. That's that was tough. That was tough. How much was Leonard Fournette? He was seventy. Oh, he's not even close to what Chris Godwin was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was actually the yeah. other thought process. I am on the clock, and I will take Miko Hardman first. Nice. And. If he wants to be selected, there it is. Miko Hardman. I'll take Miko Hardman there. I think his speed, I could definitely see some uh I could definitely see some um you know trickery here. You know, on yeah. our on our prop show yesterday, we had uh over under two quarterback two and a half quarterbacks uh uh to throw a touch to throw a pass. I can mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. I can see Miko Hardman throwing a throwing a wildcat play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make yeah. me feel better. Yeah, about oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Ugh. You got this. I, I don't have you. this. <laughs> I can't just be AJ Brown and not Antonio Brown. <laughs> also, why are the backup quarterbacks very expensive? I don't understand. I don't so, what does that leave me once? Oh, only seven hundred bucks. If I, oh wow, the pickings would be slim if I were to select. Uh, if I if I were to select uh, Chris Godwin there, oof. You know what I'll do? I'm gonna go with Daryl Williams and Ooh, locking okay. that in. I'm gonna go with Daryl Williams, the other back, because like I said before, I think Clyde Edwards Lair might not play a lot, and I'm hoping that I can counter your Clyde with uh, Daryl Williams. Okay, so I think. Oh, you pulled me up. Thanks, man. I did. Of course, I did. I... I was looking at your board, but it's okay. I don't need to. So I think what I want to do here. There's so one here, here, you should be picking. I, so here, here's where I'm at right now, actually. Because these are my last two picks, so it won't matter. I am in between picking up Antonio Brown. Yep. Because he is going to play. Yep. He will. Yep. And then going down and getting um, Demarcus Robinson. It's not I, a bad pick. Not a bad pick. The other thing is, I know, I know Tom Brady is going to be looking for Gronk, and I don't have any other pass catchers from your side. Yep. And that'll leave me with another 4,600. 
<laughs> which will only get me like Sammy Watkins. So, <laughs> well, no, no. Well, out of good players, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've, how do you not take Scotty Miller? He's your he's he is your your boy. Because he's burned me too many times. I'd rather him play well and I don't get his money than him burn me because I picked him. I, all right, so because of the time and I'm being an idiot here, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Gronk. I'm gonna take Gronk. Gronk smash. So who's your last mm-hmm. pick? I know, right? Should I so steal Gronk another is running back? In. You cannot go back on Gronk, correct? I cannot go back on Gronk. Gronk um, in. um I will lock in Gronk. I will play a tight end. Oh, it's already locked well. in. There's no turning back now. You already got You were asking the question. Yeah, it's locked say, in. It's locked in. We're no, on a time. Hey, don't make me mad. I can I can steal your next pick here if I want to. Gronk will have two catches for 23 yards, Michael Sherman says. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for the vote of confidence there. I appreciate that. It's locked in. You know what? You know what? I'm taking Ronald Jones too. He's such a good value. He's such a good value. He's only 2000. Like how is Ronald Jones this cheap? He was on my list of of players that I might take here because how is he so cheap? Oh, final pick. I I split it down. Three, three, three cheese, three bucks. What do I have? Gronk will have five catches. For 60 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> one. I only have I have one, two, three. Oh, so I would have to take a buck here if I want to balance my game out here. Oh, do I go with my dark horse here? Oh, man. Do I go with my dark horse? My dark horse, I told you on our show, what, Monday? Or not Monday, Wednesday? I think so. I, 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 said, on, I said on Wednesday it was going to be Tyler Johnson is going to get you a did. touchdown. He's my new Mercedes Lewis in this game, mm. but I don't trust him. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Actually, the thing is, if you do take a kicker, though, that like he's not going to goose you. You're not going to get goosed by a kicker. You're not going to get goosed by a kicker. I mean, a kicker is not, not a bad choice here. You're not going to get goosed by a kicker. But you know me. And you took I, who with your last? Oh, you took oh, Ronald Jones. <laughs> uh, Left you with Daryl Williams as your only running back. And the defense, the defense could easily lose you points here. And you picked Demarcus Robinson? No, I did not. Well, you did not pick Demarcus Robinson. I did not. I, so I, I, would I went with wrong. Buck here. Oh man! And I did say Patrick Holmes is going to have two interceptions. Oh, Ricky Seals Jones plays for Kansas City. Since when did that happen? Since early in the season, but I wouldn't use the word plays for Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> plays is kind of strong. <laughs> Oh man! See what I was dealing with. Uh, uh, let's just do this here. This might be loud, folks, or not not be loud at all. It's <laughs> live. You should go with. Uh, why don't you go with Scotty Miller? No, I don't like Scotty. I'm not Scotty Miller has burned us way too many times in fantasy. I feel no. like be... here, all right. So here's the here, a real question. Why are you not going with uh Sammy Watkins? He's gonna be back. You know, I, I honestly wow, that was loud, sorry. Uh <laughs> um <Bless you. laughs> I love the I love the price is right comments here. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Love this show. I love I love our viewers, I love this show. Uh I'm not going with Sammy Watkins because I don't trust him. But honestly. This is exactly. This is the time. This is the time that 
Sammy Watkins would like just surprise everybody. Like mm-hmm. it's that one Sammy Watkins game. Uh this is the worst. This is the worst feeling. Because if I take Tyler Johnson, <laughs> tell us guy, about it. If I take Tyler Johnson, the guy that I actually like thought about getting, it's all upside. It leaves me so much money left, and it really is going to make me mad that I didn't spend that money wisely. Don't think about the money. The money's I'm thinking about you. the money, man. I'm thinking about hey, the money. Let me help you about the money thought. I just got Ronald Jones for twenty two hundred. <laughs> you uh, think their money is right? Facts. Sammy Watkins is not going to have a good set. All right. I am going to make this last pick based off a of fan vote. You, the beautiful mm. people at home, are going to make my last pick for me. Do I take Harrison Butker? I'm going to put it in the in the chat here. Butker, Watkins, Johnson, Robinson. Those are my potential options here. You, the beautiful fans at home. I'll say this. Tell me who to pick. And, I, and I'm being completely. I don't want your. I don't want your thoughts here. I'm being completely honest. I'm being completely honest. If it was me, I would be taking Butker. I I, I don't, now I don't want to take Butker, but I'm going to take Butker just to end this spot here. Everyone says Butker. We have we have two Butker votes here. We have two Butker votes. Point, and Sammy Watkins vote. I'm going Butker. He, he's the best. He's actually the closest thing to a short thing you had left on there. Yeah, yeah. Locked and loaded. Zooming in on the teams here. This is my final roster heading into Super Bowl Sunday for the DFS. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Miko Hardman, Daryl Williams, Harrison Butker, and the captain of the team here, the captain of the winning squad, Travis Kelsey. AJ, what about you? What's your team looking like? For my squad, Tyreek Hill. (laughs) As my captain, only because Pat Mahomes have been like 18 grand to make him my captain. Uh, Pat Mahomes in the flex. I like that stack right there. Clyde Edwards hilarious. So I got almost all the targets locked up. And then I stole a letter for net from the jaws of Vinny. Did. I, I was I was guilted into taking Gronk, but Tom Brady himself said he's going to be looking for Gronk on Sunday. So I hope he was not just trying to decoy somebody. And if Cam Brate is still banged up, this may work out in my favor. And then, knowing he wanted this running back, I came back around and I took Ronald Jones. It's yeah. amazing. I have a whopping. You no, know, I didn't. I didn't necessarily want Ronald Jones. I just thought he was a great value. I mean, he was so low in price, and you have zero dollars remaining. I also have zero dollars. No, I have. That's your oh. average remaining per Whoops. player. Oh, you have, you have a lot left over. Are you gonna have any regrets on that one? Not even a little bit. I, I like the no players. One. No one you got had $300 left over. I did have $300 left over. And like now I'm going back on it. I'm like trying to play around with it, see what like it could have done. But no, I'm not going to do it. Update entry. It's locked. It's loaded. We are official here. We are going into Super Bowl Sunday. DFS mm. draft. Fantastic. I bet, they, I bet they'd like to know what our picks were for the Super Bowl. Oh, I bet they would. Wait, fans, do you do you want to know what our Super Bowl picks are? Is that, nope. is that? Well, guess what? You can't have them yet. You can't have them yet because what we're doing on Sunday, you are not going to want to miss the Super Bowl pregame show from the Rough Cup Boys. It's going to be myself. It's going to be your boy, AJ Johnson. It's going to be Aaron Mukes, the man, Aaron Mukes, Sports Uncovered, and the smoothest voice in the business, Dylan Kearns, joining the show. All four of us are going to be here talking. <laughs> 
football talking pregame. I love the Lizard King comments here. The snakes, fantastic. Sammy Watkins. But yeah, you're not going to want to miss it. That is where we're going to be dropping our predictions in. You're not going to want to miss it. AJ, do you have any final words before we send this on out? Great week. I'm ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm excited for whoever's going to get a chance to win that two-time Super Bowl champion, Brandon Jacobs, signed cleat. You know how to do it. You find us on social media. You like, you follow. You find Halftime Sports Collectibles. You like, you follow. You share this post. You tag three friends and do it on all our social media so you got more chances to win this gift. It's dope. It's fantastic. I'm not eligible. You can do this at the Rough Cut underscore sports. You can do it on Facebook at Rough Cut Sports, on Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast. This contest will be going, what? What we say? Till uh, after the Super Bowl or until next Wednesday? Wednesday. Till next Wednesday. That's five days. No excuses. You got time to tell so many people to do it. Tell you what, tell whoever, tag somebody to mention that you were the one that told them to tag other people. That might even reach your odds up. So any way you can get us out there, do it. Do it, do it, do it. And this contest is is brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles. These guys are great over there. You do not want to do business with any other memorabilia company out there. Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get your sports memorabilia. AJ, are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready? Oh, oh I didn't even get to ask you this. This is what I want to ask about, man. Hold on. Final countdown real quick. No, maybe we'll save it. I want to get your Super Bowl like traditions here, your food, what you eat and what you got oh. on the on the dock. But you know what? We'll talk about that on Sunday with the boys. You are not going to want to miss it. Audio turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, well, we'll see us. We'll see you Sunday.